Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be the mental health benefits of golf. Guest Nick Montgomery discusses the pros and cons of golf in the context of mental health. Now Nick, thank you again for joining us. Uh, I always appreciate you. Uh, you have been playing golf a lot longer than I have. Yeah. And um, tell us, get us started by telling us about your golf journey. Um, let's see. Well, my dad got me into it when I was nine or ten. I don't know. Young age like that. And then, you know, played with him a bunch through my adolescence. And then, um, I didn't, I didn't play very much around the, um, the teenage ages of 14, 15, 16. Mm. And then, um, you know, I'm from the Chicago area. I moved from the Chicago area to Oklahoma City. Um, and, and where I went to school at those younger ages in, uh, the Chicago area, it was a rural community. So there wasn't like a golf team or anything like that. Um, but when I moved to Oklahoma city, I went to high school, um, my sophomore year of high school, um, and they had a golf team. So I started playing golf a whole bunch more. And then, um, you know, moved away from there, moved to Anchorage, Alaska and where golf isn't much of a sport, just, you know, given the climate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't play much around then. And that was, uh, 17 to 19 and mm. then moved back to the chicago area and started playing a whole bunch more mm. um and i think there was a, a span there in my early 20s where i didn't like play much for a couple years but ever ever since then you know i'm 28 now ever since then uh, last five or six years i've been playing a whole bunch yeah and we've we've had an opportunity to go to top golf together a couple times uh well, maybe more than a couple times yeah. but yeah you're you're always killing it um and you know before we hit record you were talking about some of the some of the ways to <clears throat> approach it with the concept of mental health, and you're talking about how process, discipline, humility, all these go into it. And you just like a word jumble on this, but like what comes to mind when it comes to uh, thinking about golf in the context of mental health and how it prepares you for life outside of golf? Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, we were talking before about the discipline and respecting the process and the humility and um what were the what were a couple other things i said there were a few of them yeah the discipline the process the humility um just like being able to repeat the process without always getting the same results you also talked about how <coughs> professional golfers have a completely different mindset from amateur golfers yeah well. so you know, amateur golf. I mean, amateur golfers like you're not you're not playing for money. Like you may compete like in state tournaments and stuff. Like I, I played in um, the Idaho State Men Amateur Tournament. I got dead last, but it was still fun. Yeah. But like nothing bad came of it. You know, maybe yeah. just an ego blow. But um, you know, the difference between that, like people playing recreationally or competing on an amateur level, is way different than professional golfers. Because once you make the jump to professional golf, mm. that's that's your income now. Like that's mm. how you eat. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's your livelihood and and that. You know, imagine going to work every day wherever you work and it's just you versus you at your job and mm. you're competing with everybody else for your paycheck every single week. Mm. You know what I mean? There'd be a lot of pressure on that. So that that's these guys' jobs, you know, they're they're there to get a paycheck and um you know, I don't know if you or <coughs> anyone else knows how it works, but when you play in a professional golf tournament, it's over four days. The first two days everyone plays, mm -hmm. but um the average score after uh, 
the second day is what determines the cut line. And mm-hmm. if you don't have a score above that average score, mm-hmm. you get cut and you go home with nothing. Oh. So if you don't make that cut line, you don't get paid that week. Oh, wow. Yeah. And even then, the, the guys that do make it past that cut <coughs> line, uh, let's say on Sunday, you know, because golf tournaments go from Thursday to Sunday, Sunday afternoon, if you get dead last, your check may be $5,000. Mm. Well, you had to pay for travel expenses. You have to pay your caddy still, mm. which, you know, they have different structures, percentages or flat fees, whatever. Mm. Um, so you may actually lose money by going to play at a tournament. Oh, wow. Said all that to say, and the point of all this is there's a lot of pressure and stress that goes on professional golfers um, when they're competing for their livelihood. Do you think amateur golfers enjoy golf more than professional golfers because of that? (coughs) Um, I think so, yeah, because I mean, like I said in the example of imagine if you had to go to compete for your paycheck every single week, Mm. you know, they're not doing that. You know, the guys, they work their job during the week and then they'll go play golf on the weekends you know it's they treat it more as a hobby like something to wind down or something to relax you know depending on how serious you are but yeah i don't i don't think they would feel as much pressure as a professional golfer would you know yeah how do you think uh, a listener might take up golf and learn it as much as they can and use the lessons that they learn from golf and apply it to some other profession that they might be in? Well, the lessons that I have learned over, I don't know, almost two decades of playing golf is discipline. Like, it, it, it takes hard work to learn how to play golf. Nobody's born with a golf club in their hand. <laughs> you know, it's the hardest freaking sport in the world, which even professional athletes from different sports, like Michael Jordan has said in interviews, like, it's, it's the most difficult sport on the face of the planet. <coughs> so it takes a lot of hard work to learn how to do it. There's a lot of critical thinking that goes into it. You know, it's, you don't hit the same shot every time you swing a golf club on a golf course. Um, the patience that it takes to play that game, because not everything is going to go your way on mm-hmm. every single shot. Um, professional golfers will tell you it's it's a game of playing your misses like where where are you going to miss the most and and cater to that you know what i mean whoever misses the least wins so um (coughs) a lot of patience in that regard a lot of self-control because it's a great sport but it's very frustrating because of those previous reasons like nothing ever goes 100 percent your way so you got to have a lot of self-control so translate that all to the real world i mean Respect the process. You have to be disciplined in yeah. things. Have some patience. Have some self-control. You know, just keep uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking an even attitude. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for there. Even keel. Even keel. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah so I think there's, there's a lot that translates. Yeah, I think you know it. It translates to life in in what you said because, you know, even in life you can go through the perfect process and still not get the job or still right. not get the promotion or something. <clears throat> it doesn't mean that the promotion, I mean, uh, the process is flawed. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong sometimes. It just means that the cards weren't in your favor for that mm-hmm. one moment. And I think, you know, one of the things that, one of the words that came, kept coming up as you were speaking just now is resilience. And I think golf can teach you resilience in a way that is different from other sports. Because, like, football, for example, if you hit hard, you hit hard. You've learned to hit hard. Mm-hmm. You're always going to hit hard. Um,. With golf, you hit a good shot, 
10 times, that 11 time, just off the side of your club or something like that. It's, yeah. it's a disaster. <clears throat> and that humility, I mean, it keeps you humble, but it also develops a sense of resilience because if a, if a hard tackler were to have a soft tackle once, mm-hmm. they probably couldn't handle it. Because it's like, who am I now? I used to be a hard hitter and now I'm not. Right. Or if you're a receiver like I was, like if you drop the ball, you're like, am I butterfingers now? You know? Right. <laughs> so, you know, you really sort of defeat yourself mm-hmm. before anyone else has a chance. And your teammates are trying to pick you up. <clears throat> but I would think with golf, like you mentioned, you know, playing your misses, I don't know that that really exists in many other sports. Because the expectation is that you never miss. Right. You don't miss your block. You don't miss the ball when it's thrown at you. But with golf, it's it may be a better referendum on life because, you know, you'll have a lot of losses in life that have nothing to do with what you've put into it. You can give 100% and you get back 0% sometimes. Right. And with golf, it, it gets you to keep coming back and keep playing the game, understanding that if you stick to the process, one day it's going to work out. Right. Yeah, you almost have to, it's kind of cliche, but learn from your mistakes, you know, and take that moving forward. And that's how you'll succeed in the game because, like we were just talking about, the playing your misses. So if you miss left by 20 yards seven times out of 10, okay, what makes you think that you're not going to miss seven times out of 10 now when you go play on the course? You know, from the driving range, that happens take what was happening on the drive range, apply it to the course. It's yeah. just a different setting now. There's some trees and water and stuff in the way, but you know, the your swing is still your swing. And speaking to resilience, it it makes you resilient in the way that not everything will always be in your control. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean there there are var- variables when playing that sport that you can't control. You can't control the wind speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't control how wet the air is like how much moisture there is in the air which will affect how far the ball is going to go just you have to make adjustments based on what you're given which applies to life too like you cannot control every single variable in your life every single variable in your life you may have a boss that's not very nice for lack of a better word and you might line it up perfectly and then a gust of wind just drops off out of nowhere take what you got take what life throws at you and adjust to it you know so anything else you want to add um, I don't think so. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Olam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time. <laughs>